right, uh, welcome to Valley Strange. Uh, this is episode number 21. We jumped our hurdle. We're done with uh, 20 episodes so far. Uh, we just finished uh, five episodes of Gods of Eden. Check those out if you have the opportunity. Uh, but we are actually going to go through a few articles here to entertain you. Um, and us. You and us, us more specifically. Uh, but I am here with uh, Roland here. Once again. And also representing the Pacific Northwest Studios. Still living in my studio. This is Daniel. That's correct. And uh, before we continue, I just want to make sure that uh, if you're watching on YouTube or listening on uh, any of the platforms that we have our podcast on, make sure you give us a, a review, five stars if possible, because we know we're trying to entertain you as best we can. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, please uh, like and subscribe just down below. Um, and check out our other episodes. Hit that fucking bell. Yes, please. Uh, notifications, uh, subscriptions, likes, dislikes if you also feel inclined. But please, uh, if you do dislike our video, please let us know down in the comments below oh, why you hate us. Yeah. And sure. why you hate this video specifically. And, um, and actually liking MoQuest stuff is helpful because as we've been tra transitioning to YouTube, there's older episodes that we've done that are going up as new things or whatever. Yeah. And mm -hmm. We've got a litany of other shows, uh, Fat for Fat People, uh, SinQuest. Yes, and know, all those links for all of our other podcasts uh, are down below. Uh, you can check those out. And also, if you want to support us in any way, link to Patreon is down there. If you want to buy any merch, we also have a link down below too as well for Valley Strange, SinQuest, Netimi Mixtape, other podcasts that we do. We have merch for those as well. Um, so if you support us if you can, hate us if you like. It gives us strength. We appreciate it, it all. Okay, so we have uh, an article here from How and Wise. Have you all ever heard of this? Uh, yes. Journalistic uh, publication. I mean, if by heard you mean I've seen it before. That's, I've seen it. Yeah, that's it. Sure. I don't. I honestly don't know I shit about them. Can't say I have. Um, but I think I sent you a few articles from this website too uh, well maybe. they seem to have a lot of uh quote-unquote weird stuff yeah, yeah yeah here which is uh useful for us right uh being strange news and all but we have an article here that says a phone call from a three thousand year three thousand years old alien living in a human body on earth oh uh, yeah now I do remember this. <clears throat> according to the article it says an incredible story was published on newfork.org about an alien who has been living in the body of an ordinary person on Earth for a long time. Um, according to this, it's 3,000 years alien old. alien himself. Counting with the Earth's calendar. Shimikus? <laughs> Shimiku? I'm not sure how, it, or Shimiku, how it's pronounced or whatever. But that is supposed to be the name of this, you know, <laughs> His name's millennial old dude. Um, it's Mike. And uh, it says uh, it says here it, it all started when a journalist got a call from a female friend who told him that she had met an alien during her vacation in the Philippines. Strangely enough, the journalist was incredibly interested in in this fact and wanted she'd to. She'd never seen a lady boy before, so like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and immediately, yeah, she wanted to immediately meet with the alien in person, and they called the stranger on, and he agreed to a conversation with the journalist. Uh, Philippines? Why in the Philippines? I don't know. It's uh, Roland, you want to continue on? According with this, to uh, the journalist, the alien's voice was no different from the voice of an ordinary person. The alien called himself Shimikus Etua. He lives in the body of an ordinary person named Eugene Randall. 
and Eugene gave his body to him voluntarily. His voice yeah, sounded so I'm, confident I'm wondering, like, is this, and calm. Is this like kind of how the reptilians do it too? Like <laughs> they can kind of phase into people. Like so, it was really fascinating because it's like okay. So this dude, 3,000 years old, has occupied many human forms or whatever, but how does that happen? And none of uh, – I don't remember that ever coming out in the article. Like, the <laughs> no, no. question would be like, this, uh, it's, <laughs> how did you come to occupy this Robert Dickhead guy? Don't worry, you know, guys. Like, it, was, well, it was consensual. Well, there's one thing I have a question of uh, the way they uh, wrote this part of the article. His name is Eugene Randall. Eugene name sounds like a weak nerd. You know, and but she had to mention that his voice sounded confident and calm. So this uh, nerd alien named Eugene uh, still had some kind of confidence within itself. Um, did their normal Eugene not have this confidence beforehand? Um, what exactly? <laughs> Word, I, to I the think confidence? that was more they were trying not to talk about like you know maybe Eugene being not a confident person or whatever beforehand, but that. The information given by this purported, you know, alien possessed person that, you know, the information didn't sound like it was just made up on the fly right. or had a air of bullshit to it that whomever was transmitting this information really just bought into it. Um <laughs> Uh, so, according to Shimikus, uh, he arrived on our planet from a system of planets not far from the Apolar Star, located in the yeah, constellation. Yeah, the Little Dipper. Ursa Minor. I had to look at what Ursa Minor was. It, it's the Little, little Dipper. Dipper. So, somewhere yeah. around the Little Dipper, like Shimiku and his buddies are supposed to come from. And they're yeah. all very confident and calm, apparently. Right. right. Yeah. All <laughs> confident and calm. All 8,000 of them, apparently, because that's, that's how many yeah. of these dudes are supposed to be on this planet, you know, inhabiting human bodies, presumably, which is... And it makes mention that he, has, he was born during the flight yeah. from... Uh, precisely. Yeah, precisely. The flight. And says that today he's a little over 3,000 years of earthly years. And when asked whether his species believes in God or the Supreme Being, his answer was yes. Really? That makes Bramley happy. <laughs> right? <laughs> he was buddies with Jesus. Hey, um, um, but the, yeah, these... You know, these, these fucking aliens, like whatever group of folks that uh, our homeboy uh, Shimikus uh, is a part of, um, evidently they used to be a very warlike race until they had kind of their own space Jesus figure dude come mm. around and teach them the error of their ways and, you know, to be better space people, you know, whatever. Um, so... They shifted to become like probably, probably bottom, almost uh, like the Space Brothers, dude. Like these would classify as Space Brothers because they're supposed to be like you know dudes that are trying to like help out humanity, you know, like from the destructive path. Because Shimikus talked about when he was grilled, or or when that entity was grilled, whatever they identify as, because that's important. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> was that. His race was really concerned about humanity's development, about nuclear weaponry and shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Not because, not just for the bad things that happened like on Earth, but if a nuclear war broke out, it would have like ramifications on the galaxy at large. Uh, which and, I don't believe that they specified. 
but just that it would cause problems. I mean, you've had places. people with plenty of fucking ridiculous ass ideas about launching nukes out into space, right? Didn't Elon Musk or I forget what other wannabe geek said something about uh, terraforming Mars by dropping bombs on it to uh, yes to force. I, I think uh, that was a uh, a Musk thingy. Um, <laughs> Speaking okay. of Musk, yeah, see how he fucking, oh, what that SNL That cringe-ass oh SNL fucking yeah, segment. Well, well, let's not talk about that right now. That was just bad. Just, that was enough. Ugh. You will ignore this <laughs> portion yeah, um, of the of the podcast. You will ignore this yes. portion. So, evidently, Shimiku's claim that they're part of, like, the human friendly aliens but did acknowledge there are hostile there are others, forces yeah. out there yeah, yeah. Um, which would have been cool if they'd been like yeah that star that star Draco fuck those guys um, <laughs> um, that was a, a, a part of this article that says uh, I mean I think we did mention it briefly um, he isn't the only one uh, right. there are many aliens inhabiting there's supposed to be 8,000 of them yes 8,000 yeah. like currently, currently inhabiting um uh, human bodies, and mind you, this article was written in February 2020, so this is about a little over a year old, yep. and uh, that just means they could have multiplied by now, for all we know. And um, uh, they like to, apparently, uh, excellent sexual contact with people. Mm, mm. They can easily have children, and Shimikus has quite a lot of them. <laughs> um, yeah, but is that uh, like? But is he paying alien alimony? Good question, Daniel. I don't know. I no. I still don't think. But I still don't think it's a thing of biology. I think it's the fact that they're still inhabiting these human forms. That these human forms are still able to biologically reproduce. You know, more people that aren't that wouldn't be hybrids because they're using human. What spooge. I can understand it's that it's kind of like this. Like, okay, I'm just this little like you know ghost in the machine in this dude's head. And I've taken over, but that doesn't mean that the like <laughs> I'm just I'm just uh, taking over and changes and uh, and influencing him, her, her, go fuck her right now. Well, well, no, I think I think she that, that's not that's not confident, there, man. That's not confident. That's just creepy. Man. Make babies, yeah, exactly. But hey, um, that's uh, just a prerogative. A, there's right? like a little uh, comment down here from John Jones. It says, "Since childhood." I have always, uh, I have always different from others and experienced oh, sleep paralysis and stuff I cannot easily recall now. But having had a craft one summer day in 1956 pass almost above me, and knowing a nearby uh, USAA uh, Air Force, um, U.S. Air Force Base, uh, was re were reporting Wait, unknown radar. How blips. close did he say this fucking thing was? Um, says almost the, above oh, me. Almost above me. Also, he did say 1956. So this guy is from the, like the silent okay. generation or some shit. Uh, I think that... Uh, I want to swing back to an earlier... I think hard. it was another strange news we did where we broke down, or maybe it was in the 12th Planet uh, coverage where we talked about the... Uh, like rough percentages of... UFO sightings and, you know, how X were like a mile or so away. And, but the closer and closer they got, the numbers drastically reduced as far as, you know, witnesses saying that, you know, they were within a hundred feet or I had, you know, an actual contact situation. Mm -hmm. So if we have a UAP going almost directly overhead, this guy, 
he's in a statistical minority of UAP experiences, you know, because that's close, you know. Well, I mean, and this is also a pretty vague answer, and I. And the, it's, it's the, a, how, the how and why staff, of course, I mean, you want to treat every comment with some sort of uh, kindness. It yeah. says, I am truly surprised to hear that. And that's the only comment and response that are on here. Kind of like our um, comments on our uh, videos and stuff, you know. There's, there's yeah, one person who I, says something and then, and then we respond yeah, or I respond in yeah, some way or another. Right. Well, actually, probably so their the best mouth comment diarrhea. we got was just some guy on YouTube like, oh, hey, you know, weird stuff in the Rio Grande Valley. I'm down. Yeah. And that was about it. Like, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Yeah. This article contains disturbing information about human dismemberment. You've been warned. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next article that we're going to be going over is um, The Federalist. Yeah. From the Federalist. From the, from the Federalist, excuse yes, me. A division yes. of the Federalist media. And I wasn't really aware of the Federalist until I kind of delved a little bit deeper into like who these people are and what they stand for. Because this article was written by a person named uh, Edie Hapel, and, and it was written April 15th, 2021. So just last month. Red-blooded Americans. All right. of them. Right. Yep. So, so, so idiots. Patriots. Gotcha. Heroes. <laughs> hey. First responders. Morons. Gotcha. <laughs> fuck these people. <laughs> um, so, and, and fuck the Federalists. The title of this article Trash. is... Now, just by the title alone, you can kind of tell where this might be going. It says the federal it government... Might be clickbait. Might, might, it, it might be clickbait. It might be clickbait. Right? It says the federal <laughs> government caught buying fresh flesh of aborted babies... Who could have been who could have survived as preemies? What? Mm, okay. mm, mm. <laughs> and uh, the sub little uh, title underneath there says: uh, Americans should be outraged. Their government participates in wide-scale human trafficking operation that created a market for harvesting the organs of murdered infants. So American. Now, now. It's our Which duty. Which is great because it's our duty as Americans to save the unborn, right? Because they need to live uh, happy lives. Exactly. It's a life, unborn not a lives. <laughs> Those unborn lives won't save themselves. <laughs> Somebody needs to stand up for these little unbornies, right? Uh, they need to once they're like pulled from the stomachs of their mothers and just let them roam free. <laughs> Unborn rights are are are. Uh, I'm pretty sure rights. there's a a John Carpenter movie about this where like the baby kind of like slugs around on the floor and shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's <laughs> after like it that. slithers yeah. out of the cooch. But you still should still save it, you know, because it's an unborn baby. Yes. Now it's born because it's out of the mother's stomach. Right, exactly. But yeah, then it's ready to pay taxes. Exactly. Yeah, right? Get a job, you fucking moocher. <laughs> we need more you fucking bum. We need right. more poor middle class people to pay taxes to let that baby be born, let him work at McDonald's, tax the motherfucker so he can contribute to society. Don't be a drag right. on the state, you little shit. Yeah, for sure. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I, I'm from a middle class family and <laughs> I'm 
work at McDonald's. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Gamed all along. This, uh, this article's for you, Daniel. Okay, so it says, last week, Legal Accountability Group Judicial Watch, and that's also questionable. Yeah, uh, Legal Accountability. Dropped a bombshell on people. The bombshell's here. Here it is. Yeah. It says, a nearly 600-page report proving the U.S. government has been buying and trafficking fresh aborted baby body parts. These body parts purchased by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to humanize mice and test biological biologic drugs and scientific experiments came from babies up to 24 weeks old gestation just weeks before being born. It kind of sounds like a fun tongue twister to, to game people with yeah. when you get drunk. Quick, say baby body parts three times fast. <laughs> so baby what's hilarious is looking into this fucking, um, <laughs> this document, the dude that's emailing this person that's supposed to work for the FDA has their their email address is at, at garlic.com. I did a casual <laughs> Google. I found one address. Oh. You found one address? Ties I to a place garlic. called garlic.com. <laughs> garlic.com. Hmm. And the only email is sales at garlic.com. But everything else, you know, just looking at garlic email and I see nothing. Let's try at garlic. Like, I don't know if this is some like weird, like, Garlic. Oh, fuck. At garlicbread.com. <laughs> At cheesygarlicbread.com. It just looks like one of those shitty early 90s uh, websites where it's just like rainbow text everywhere. At and stuffed crazygarlicbread.com. Yeah. <laughs> You're making me hungry. You stopped that. Mm. Mm. Back to talking about bu- baby body baby parts. parts. Baby no, parts. but, baby but with parts. this, yeah. So, like in this document, you know, you've got like, you know, apparently this, this source uh. from a. At garlic.com address, <laughs> going back and forth with this person with a very official looking FDA email and scrolling through it. There's a few exchanges where it's like, oh, you know, I'll see you at the mouse conference or whatever. That'd be cool. Da, 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 da. But a lot of it are just emails from the garlic dude saying, oh, we've got your order ready. FedEx tracking is this. And then they have a couple of reports on like, you know, blood tests or whatever for these subjects. Extra cheese costs but you extra. But it, it just, I don't get it, man. Like, it just seems so convenient, you know, because if this were a thing, if the Federalists would not be covering this. No, this would yeah, be for sure. No. <laughs> CNN, no, Fox News. Well, well, you know, but you, but you know what, go, Daniel? Fuck you, Biden. That, that's all part of the elite's plan. You know, right. you got to get uh, independent media like the Federalists to do this because uh-huh. Fox News, CNN, they're all run by the same big uh, corporations, elite corporations. Yeah. They're know? all about the ratings. And they can't. The they can't. They can't. The official, Murdoch's got a stranglehold on the, the Federalists. <laughs> is about. The they truth. can't officially uh, give out the information uh, about uh, the Democrats uh, drinking that's the. Was it the Andrew Cromman? It's the baby's blood shit that yeah, gives them all the, their yeah, youthful yeah, looks. Because yeah. we all know uh, Hillary Clinton looks really youthful and shit like that. You um, know? It's giving her all her uh, energy. It's the uh, baby stem cells. Yeah, that's basically yeah, what it is. Mm, mm, I love now, that South um, Park episode. Part of the article says, caught yeah. red-handed. And uh, <laughs> the abbreviation for the Advanced Bioscience Resources, the ABR, it says... This is not the first time, the, I'll say it one more time, the Advanced Bioscience Resources has been in the spotlight as the company was under congressional investigation for its long-standing involvement in fetal tissue trafficking. One of the oldest fetal tissue 
procurement firms. The company makes millions every year by harvesting organs like lungs, livers, eyeballs, and brains from aborted babies and reselling them at a profit. Millions. Yes, and then we mentioned the emails between the FDA officials and the ABR employees reveal disturbing conversations as they collaborate to buy and sell aborted fetuses. Mm. <laughs> got to keep those babies fresh, you know? Yeah, otherwise, you know, like they, they lose their potency. And uh, the fear mongering <laughs> continues on, uh, yeah. saying like they're so callous in their conversation that they talk about these baby fetuses like they're in a butcher shop, like discussing you know, their man. And, and, like and again, like like, like I said before, this uh, this woman has obviously never been to the meat market. Callous, callous. You do not associate that term with a butcher. You're gonna just like the, uh, talk the, about a rump roast like that? Disgusting. Obviously, she's a, a garbage bottom feeder. Does not know how to buy her own steaks, cook her own food. She gets one of so those this, uh, food delivery people to exactly. bring that shit to her. Pathetic, rich person. <laughs> <laughs> Privilege. I'm gonna invoke an article we didn't talk about. Um, okay, check your privilege. But it was the one from you know NPR about human. Uh, monkey hybrids that are being developed or whatever. Right. And they've got embryos of them. But I just, I find it interesting how that is dropped by a relatively major news source in this country. Mm-hmm. But no one jumped on that. What country was really. doing that again? But then, yeah, like, as was far as like uh, pointing attention to it or like, Pointing any problems no, towards it, it, it or pointing fingers at like that's problematic. Uh, Daniel, uh, did you remember the country that was? Uh, I thought it was China mixing the human monkey body parts. Was that China? Monkey body parts, and you're oh, making I'm sorry, fun, you're <laughs> making fun of me for I I'm sorry, didn't read that fucking article. Monkey parts. I told you, no. I forgot. No, it's Jeez, not I can't remember parts. if it was out of China or <laughs> not, but you had a lot of U.S. No, folks talking about cells? it. So I wonder yeah. if it was yeah, yeah, research being <laughs> done here. Look, I'm saying body parts. I know it's just <laughs> that did come out last year, I think. But it was fascinating when, like, in that article, maybe we should have talked about it. But they, you know, bring up the whole idea about people have like you know potential concerns about like cross species disease exchange or I transmission. Had, I, I had a doctor, and it's like woo hand, woo hand. You know, <laughs> like you know, don't you? Know. Woo hand ain't nothing to fuck with, man. Mm. So, uh, continuing if on. If you with got the bats, article. then bring the ruckus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even more Ooh, appalling. Lab ain't nothing to fuck with. <sighs> even more appalling is an ABR employee complaining about the difficulty of identifying the sex of aborted babies. That I, I, what? I'm. How do they? How do they have a problem identifying? The how sex do you of fuck that up? I don't know. Because like, like, yeah, like, they they catch each other like, oh, if we can't identify them. We just kind of throw them in the barrel. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, and and how is that worse than actually using them? And but like, it's like these little dudes are about to be oh, born man. like within a week or so of them being snatched out prematurely or whatever. So. And the fucking sex and organs are going to be there. And, yeah. they, and, they, and, and, and they think it's worse to not be able to tell. Than how, how long does it take for like the the genitalia to like form in the, in the womb? Like, mm, I mean, it's pretty I early. Know, so, I, I do not I know. I don't know. Uh, but birth science. Just based off of the idea uh, that these fucking dudes are like basically ripping these preemies out within a week or two of them being born. 
I don't think that there's just a sudden little boop back yeah, in like the last right. two days before you fucking you know, get born as a boy or, or the chick, you know? Aha, his balls dropped. I see it. Um, it says the baby sex organs develop mostly between weeks seven and 12. So what's okay? Uh, so yeah, and there's like so what yeah, thirty eight, like three or four months of pregnancy or three, something four months, like that. Yeah, there's nine months of uh, pregnancy, and that's like in the the first uh, to second trimester, like right in the middle of the second yeah, trimester. So, yeah, so it's, so it's, I, it's taking shape. So like they're saying, like <laughs> I um, can see the taint. Yeah, I mean they're saying like they can't tell, and so that's really stupid. Like why would they? Who the fuck is like, uh, do they have uh, in charge of this? We, uh, this me, reminds me of a Monty Python sketch from <laughs> the Life where you Christ. send it, where the guys go like, in for where? live order donation and the mother of the son who's about to be fucking, you know, get his liver ripped out because, you know, he had that, you know, organ donation card and she told him it was a bad idea. Um, so these guys show up to, you know, extract the fucking liver and she's like, oh, she has her doctors in. They're like, oh, no, no, no. There's, <laughs> you know, fucking just like grunts, you know, laborers or whatever, just going and sawing out someone's organ for transplant, you know. Um, but that's just kind of what it reminds me of when it comes to these guys that are supposed to be like, you know, in this huge body trafficking ring and they can't even go, that's a penis. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, let me, uh, let me get to um, the rest of this here because uh, it only gets more uh, stupid ridiculous. Uh, we only check external uh, genitalia, and if it's not there, we have no way of telling. You have one job, motherfuckers. <laughs> the fact techs are unable to identify the sex of aborted babies is no surprise to those familiar with the barbaric nature of abortion procedures, which require clinic staff to piece together mangled uh, remains yeah, of babies like, oh, after their actually, limbs and organs I, I are torn apart. classes at one point when they Jesus talk about abortions. Christ. Yeah, right. You're supposed to go through right, with a right. fucking bear trap yeah. and yeah. smash the genital yeah. area yeah, and rip whatever away. And then they're drawn and quartered. Then, then you send them to the fucking FDA for Daniel, testing. I mean, you know when they pull it out the womb, it looks like ground beef and like spaghetti and shit. You know, mm. like you just can't tell. Like it's all stringy. Oh. And just like, oh, they I'm, don't getting, I'm getting hungry. They don't want to like you can't. It's hard to tell. There's a lot of gross stuff there. Sprinkle some parmesan on you know. that. Some noodles. And yeah, it looks like there's parmesan on if one of those guys like stinks from like these smuggling organizations like comes out. It's like, like spaghetti. Come Hold on, on, let me get my Italian. You do seasoning. it then. Just, <laughs> let me just put some basil and some oregano and. And, and um, so we have here, it says, uh, as if these casual orders weren't horrific enough, more emails confirm that the FDA bought organs of babies who were aborted well after 20 weeks of gest gestation. After the time, a baby usually, usually can survive outside the womb. I dare you to try that. Fucking just take the baby out. I told you, just let it. Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Right? They'll yeah. be totally fine. It's cool. doesn't need any help breathing They're like all. astronauts, man. Yeah. They'll be fine. Yeah, and yeah. it says, if nothing else, this confirms the reality of late-term abortions in the United States, which pro-abortion cheerleaders have denied for decades. You know, those people outside the abortion clinics, cheerleaders, you know. Yep, yep. Man, uh, there's no wanna... way the right-wing media wrote this at no, all. No, not at all. That's absolutely. This and, is fucking objective as it comes. Um. The article continues on an atrocity against human dignity. And it says, again, more gruesomeness. Uh, 
You want to read that? These gruesome excerpts are just a sample of records substantiating the 2019 lawsuit Judicial Watch filed against the HHS, which houses the FDA. In March of this year, uh, a federal court ordered the agency to release records it withheld about purchasing organs of aborted babies, saying it found reason to question the transactions violated federal law. <laughs> <laughs> reason... <laughs> Uh, uh, this is <laughs> they must now, have the dumbest uh, fucking lawyers working uh, for them, man. Like, <laughs> uh, Jack Kelly for, level, fucking. hard up for work. <laughs> is what these uh, are. it continues on. The court's decision found that the U.S. government bought second trimester livers, uh, zetimuses, yeah, brains, eyes, and lungs for hundreds of dollars a piece from ABR, stating ABR could collect over 2000 on a single fetus if purchased, or $60. <laughs> So, and then the so, federal, federal government participated in this potentially uh, okay. illicit trade are, are for years. Are you seeing the same problem that I am rolling, like with <laughs> black market fucking organs and stuff? There's no way you're dropping a hundred bucks when you know, or you're getting a hundred bucks when you know that the asshole you're selling it to is going to make two grand. So there's like, no fucking way. So so like that's uh, like the dumbest criminal ever. Like <laughs> I could maybe pay my rent if I get sixty babies this month, or uh, or well. <laughs> so 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 uh just for the low low price of uh your stimulus check you too can own your own baby parts mm, personal baby fetus thymus. <laughs> baby thymus. what the fuck is a thymus jesus christ everyone's always uh, wanted a baby eyeball you know at yeah. least at least maybe she meant to write thorax you dumb shit you know especially the brains too since they're so fully developed oh man have you <laughs> I mean, it's a delicacy, Ray. I mean, the potential of either, like you said, a delicacy or potential of being like an Einstein brain and that you can grow in a jar. Mm, mm. That really happens, right? I mean, that's, uh, you put it on your coffee table. It's one of those uh, conversation pieces, if right? I'm mistaken. You know, <laughs> well, that's that baby brain right? I bought. Yeah. yeah, it's got an IQ of 150. Man. And that's what I spent on it. $150. And it continues on again. Uh, again. Americans should be outraged. Their government participates in a wide-scale human trafficking operation that created a market for harvesting organs of murdered infants. <laughs> in no humane society could such a violation of human of the human body and dignity occur in which babies' eyes are harvested immediately upon death. Organs you know what I call that? Recycling. <laughs> Efficient. It's super green. <laughs> And it says, until, demand, uh, until demanded otherwise, our society is complicit in the unchecked abuse and commodification of pre-born children. Moral urgency is incumbent on us to condemn these atrocities sanctioned by the federal government's lead medical researchers and fight to stop them. The more you know. <laughs> and we what may lose our battles before is, we like, win. These little like, yes, babies you know. <laughs> are just paying it forward. <laughs> 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 now... Uh, we did mention the person who wrote this article, uh, Edie Heppel, Hempel, Hempel, Eddie Heppel, whatever. Sure. And uh, we always have to, have to disclose the fact that she has she has previously worked at the White House Office of Management and Budget under President Trump. And so who, she who, probably gets hit by her husband every once yeah. in a while. Um, best friends with uh, builds character. The most famous human trafficker, uh, uh, Epstein. Right? I mean... Oh, yeah. But yet... See, just, I still just think Epstein that. was just a stooge. Like, I oh, think yeah, he was absolutely. involved in all that shit, yeah. but he's not the big fish. No, like, no, not at all. He's not. He's just a pedo. If he was, ass. Daniel, if he was, I mean, as soon as he got 
suicided. Uh, uh, human trafficking would have stopped. Human trafficking would have stopped. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, we obviously know it's right? continuing on. Who is involved? Well, we're, Donald we're, Trump. We would have had peace in the Middle East. Uh, we would have had Bill uh, Gates. Well, oh. fucking Bill Gates is in all sorts of weird shit yeah. now yeah, because apparently Melinda's all like, it was really weird for him to go off with Epstein. And, uh. yeah, right. yeah, but I wonder if that's just not taking advantage of the situation where she's looking to make a boatload of money. Oh, for sure. Oh, I hope she gets all of it. Uh, fuck him. Uh, well, maybe as, Jared as, from firstly, Subway was a secondly, part of this whole thing, too. So, I mean, ooh. so he had to put I him mean, in jail. Maybe, like, it, it's... Yeah. It, he was I their, mean, that, he was their that's, fixer. That's a nice jab <laughs> at the mid-2000s, like, politics, but... Um, but seriously, like, you know, who knows how fucking deep that network goes, man? Like... It is because it is, it is, uh, very because like one weird. thing Ike never really talks about like our, our buddy David you know back there <laughs> several volumes on the shelf you know he will talk about how these dudes are like terrible like pedophiles or whatever but he never like leans into that at least in my reading it's more of the other nefarious shit because you know, somebody not to downplay somebody you know, probably fucking, called him and said in a deep voice stop digging. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe like on the Isle of. Uh, Be a shame if something happened to those. Uh, his, maybe he's got his own okay. deep throat that meets in the one okay. covered like parking spot in the entire like nation of England. Uh, uh, just a mock phone call of that. Hello, stop. Stop what? No. <laughs> Why? Get the phone call. <laughs> Stop what? <laughs> what? We're going to get your bitch. Well, that's highly unlikely. <laughs> How rude. Anyways, I guess that's the end of that article. Um, it's just a, it's the whole uh, article itself is just a bunch of fear mongering. Uh, look, look at the bottom where nonsense. they have the, uh, where they've got the tags set up. Yeah, uh, it's like aborted baby parts, abortion, crime, <laughs> FDA, HHS. Oh, wow. I didn't even get that far. Watch. I just read the main text and then tried Late to dive into abortion. the PDF a little bit. And yeah. then you have to throw in Planned Parenthood as well because yeah. they're as evil as they come to. And by all means, the Federalists are doing God's work because according to the Bible, I'm pretty sure it's somewhere where uh, Jesus talked somewhere. Yeah, probably. And they said... You Americans need to go out and fight all these people killing right. my children. Mm-hmm. Please, Have, but but by all means, make lots of babies. Yes, uh, but you know, once they're born, don't help them at all. Mm-hmm. Don't be charitable in any uh-uh. way. Just no. leave them alone. Make sure they're born, and then leave them on the streets. Yeah, when that baby's got bootstraps, they can lift them up as themselves up as any other American. You know, right? And it's not <laughs> it's not our fault that no one helped them tie their shoes. So. Let him be. Well, what what is that? What see, was that the whole old, thing uh, is like, you know, the shoelaces are untied, so it's just more of a area to grab to you know, pick yourself back <laughs> what up. Was the, and, what was that old? Uh, what was that old uh, Jesus teaching? Uh, uh, feed a man a fish. Uh, uh, teach a man to fish. Uh, a fuck him, let him die. I forget. Oh, sorry, that was Confucius. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Excuse me, I misspoke. All right, so our next article is a. Another one from the How and Whys uh, publication, journalism, blog, something. Um, it's a it's an old story. Uh, I, I was talking to Bryce about it, and he vaguely remembers something like this that he heard a while back. But this article was written April 7th, 2020. 
Again, we try to dude. we try 2021. Sorry, uh, we try to keep the articles as current as possible. Um, but here we go. It says a bizarre UFO encounter of a U.S. farmer. Three aliens gave him pancakes. What kind? What kind of pancakes? Now we have Joseph Simonton. 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 Gluten free. Simonton. A poultry farmer was sixty years old at the time of his encounter with the flying saucer. He reportedly received some pancakes as a gift from the ETs who were inside that craft. No syrup. And the farmer lived near Eagle River, Wisconsin, United States. No butter. Uh, Roland, you want to read this part here? On April 18th, 1961, Simonton was having breakfast in the late morning in his home when he heard a confusing noise near his farm. He looked out his window and stunned after seeing a silver disc hovering over his backyard. That sentence is... Mm. The UFO was four meters high and 10 meters in diameter. Okay. It's very specific. It just occurred to me that I do not believe this article one bit anymore. (laughs) There's no way some redneck fucking chicken farmer in the 60s is going to use the fucking metric system. (laughs) (laughs) And Simonton, we, have, uh, uh, well, we have a picture here of the I mean, gentleman uh, holding the alleged pancake, but uh, please continue on. It looks like a shit cake. Simonton was rather curious to check on the object, then shocked. Was, God, these things are not written. It's written oddly on this When one. he stepped outside, a hatch on the disc opened and, a, and three dark-skinned humanoid figures <laughs> appeared. Really? According to the farmer, they were mute and looked like the Italian. Looked like the Italian? I didn't <laughs> catch that. What the fuck? Which one? The aliens were about five feet tall, dressed up in tight clothes from head to toes. Oh, I bet says, that farmer uh, fucked him. What the fuck? says the man said that one of the aliens had some vessel, like like a bucket, and signaled him to fill it with water. And he took the bucket, filled it with water from a nearby pump, and returned it to the alien. Simonton noticed that inside the ship it was totally dark, and one of the ship's crew was busy with the dashboard, while others seemed to be prepared to be prepared for cooking on the flame flameless grill. Uh, the creatures looked nice and offered him four pancakes that had tiny holes. And after that, they closed the hatch, started the ship, and slowly rose. And it slowly rose. It am I reading that right? Slow, slowly rose. It some distance from the ground. That's weird. Yeah. And flew away toward the south. Simonton, holding four pancakes, watched this amazing scene with his eyes wide open. Mm. Mm. Now, um, we have a little video here that we can play. Perhaps in the North Woods, Joe Simonton of Eagle River, Wisconsin, spends a yarn about an April morning in 1960. I guess I'll watch it on my own regard. Fuck you. He came face to face with another world. Uh, Right here is where this uh, flying saucer, this UFO landed. Right here about where I'm standing. And uh, it was a big, huge thing, and uh, I wondered what the heck it was. I was in my kitchen uh, having a bite of lunch, and I turned around, put the dishes in the sink, and I looked out the window, and that's when I first saw this thing coming straight down, just like an elevator. This is amazing, because I'm listening to mine and yours off-sync, and it's kind of trippy. And I thought, no, the roof is green, and this is bright. What the heck is it? So... I rushed out to see what it was, and by that time, there was a hatchway opening up in the top of it, just like the trunk of your car. And then there, there stood a little man, 
I say a little man is about five foot tall, holding up a jug or a, a container, and he motioned he wanted to drink. He motioned for water. So I walked up to him to get this jug, and uh, I looked at his eyes, and they were so penetrating that I had to look away. So I went to the basement to get this water, and uh, I thought, well, they want water, so I'll take it up to them and see what happens. And with that, I brought the water up, and he was looking at me when I first came out of the basement. But I didn't look at his face until I got right up to him. Then I looked up, and I handed the jug up with both hands, and I had that same look in his eyes, a sort of a penetrating look. And... Uh, when he took the water, I balanced myself with this hand against the machine, and I stepped back a few steps. And then uh, uh, with that, uh, he set the jug down, and he gave me a salute with the back of his hand, a gesture of thanks, I presume. And then, uh, well, I gave him my salute. What am I going to do? So uh, I noticed this little man, the uh, same size of a man, right beside the right side of the hatchway, cooking, uh, cooking these pancakes, which I have one here yet. Uh, he was he was frying these these pancakes, and uh, I pointed to him and made a gesture like eating. I thought maybe I get a conversation out of him. Nobody was saying anything, but he. Uh, he didn't say a word. He just reached over and he got a handful of them, four of them, and he handed them down to me. And uh, they were hot and greasy. And this uh, man cooking these pancakes, it was on a square uh, grill-like concern. I couldn't see any flame, but it seemed to be very hot. There was smoke coming from it. And uh, if that was their food, God help them, because I took a bite of one of them, and it tasted like a piece of cardboard. And uh, if that's what they lived on, no wonder they're small. And with that, he reached <laughs> up and he closed his hatch with a heavy thud, click-like, and it latched. And you couldn't a bit more see where that hatch was than you could see a hole in my hand. And uh, with that, the thing started to raise, just like it came down. Everything was time perfect. It went up about 20 feet. It tilted a 45 degree straight south and shot off. And within uh, two or three seconds, it was out of sight. Well, there I stood in the driveway with a handful of greasy pancakes and my mouth open, wondering what the heck I saw, what had happened. It is outside the realm of the Air Force to pass judgment on Mr. Simon's case. However, the pancakes that he turned over to the Air Force were turned over to the food and drug people, and they were analyzed as pure buckwheat pancakes. Buckwheat. <laughs> Pure buckwheat pancakes taste like cardboard. Yeah, okay. Sounds about right. Sure. So um, I, I like that little comment he makes. If, uh, if this is what they're eating, then God help them because no <laughs> it yeah, tastes like we're cardboard. so skinny. So, <laughs> so little. Short. Um, and it says, uh, within a few days, this uh, strange story turned from an interesting UFO encounter into a nationwide joke. Obviously, fucking aliens giving out pancakes and shit. Not only is Prince... Giving out pancakes, but aliens do the same thing. Maybe Prince is an alien. <laughs> Maybe that's why he fucking held the heads out pancakes to people. Did you ever think about that? Maybe. I think we have a rabbit hole to jump down, boys. <laughs> I, uh... Prince, <clears throat> aliens give Prince out pancakes. Just went home. Prince, yeah, Prince just went home, dude. I'm breaking the story right now. You heard it first, guys. 
the newspaper spoke of the incident in a der, how do I fuck der, derisive 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 tone. Uh, but the people the who English had, major, yeah, everyone. sorry man, yeah, there you go. <laughs> when was the last time I read that specific word? It hasn't it's been a long time. Just throw that out in a conversation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But the people who had known uh, Simon Tim for a long time believe him. Uh, they are bringing up the, Dr. Uh, Alan Hynek, um, who was a part of Project Blue Book. So um, he was also a part of this. So it might be somewhere in those uh, files. Because, I mean, Dr. Hynek was, I think, basically there to debunk most of these uh, situations <clears throat> as well. Showed up with maple syrup. Well, I mean, that was the. Whole... <laughs> Showed up with maple syrup. <laughs> Ah, yeah. The butter. whole guise of those, you know, projects, you know, Grudge, Blue Book, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, nope, aliens so don't exist. Now is the premise. Can you go back up? What was that that picture that they drew that was on there of the uh, of of the alien holding the the bucket further up, further up? Was that just was that just something? That's or, just some, I guess, some artist render. Uh, it made it look of like some kind of happening. Swedish ice skater or some shit holding up a trophy. It's yeah, yeah, and they go. That's a too much, too nice of a bucket uh, for this guy to be handing this guy. Yeah, it does look like a fucking. Trophy. No, it's a trophy for like being the best chicken farmer in the <laughs> Wisconsin area. Fills it with, and wh- how did he know to fill it with water? I mean, I mean, maybe they wanted whiskey. You know, and uh, they're uh, bring booze. They're equating some of the uh, things that happened after the fact with possible. I guess, an uh, interruption by the aliens, I guess. Mm. So Simonton lived in Ingle River, which is surrounded by forests and lakes and enclosed, and is close to the Michigan border. In the following month of the incident, the area suffered a power failure and all the telephone lines were also affected. Besides, a fighter jet, a B-47 bomber, crashed 60 miles from Eagle River on February 24th of the same year. And on May 2nd, another plane crashed near that area. And the pilot in the second crash said, I felt this weightlessness and I was hanging by my straps. Just before the crash. Are they assuming that some alien gravitational thing had something to do with him crashing? Oh, they're reaching. Yeah, for sure. It's the ley lines, guys. Because, I mean, only aliens will eat pure buckwheat pancakes, apparently. Uh, With no... Syrup, no sweetness, no sugar. No, nothing, no butter, no just... No no blueberries? What the fuck is wrong with you guys? No cinnamon? No apples? Well, this was just a kind of an amusing story no um, of an old, it's just weird enough that an he, old gentleman farmer. He kept one encountering though. aliens who gave him pancakes. Who could also be uh, part of the alien race that brought us Prince. How does he know there were pancakes? Even though, like, how, how tall did he say the aliens were? Like five feet. Yeah. How five tall feet, was yeah. Prince? How tall was Prince? Prince was a little dude. Mm. Time to find out for sure, though. No, Clever. we don't even need to find out, Daniel. We already know this for a fact. Clever goose. All right. Oh, but the thing is, you know, we need this. He was 5'3". Dude, that's it. I'm, Prince. Prince was an alien. Yeah, Prince is part of the pancake alien empire. There you like, go. We just broke some we ground We figured here. it out, man. We and broke some ground That's here. exciting. All right. So uh, this video is going to get a million views now just because we are equating... And actually, this is a fact now. This is not even an opinion. We found yeah, out we, we we drew all the lines, you know. Like, there's connections. And I want to I want to thank Dave Chappelle and uh, Charlie Murphy for bringing this to light. Uh, maybe their intention was to subtly give us 
the knowledge and the information that Prince really Maybe was Maybe that's an why alien. Chappelle left. He wanted to go deeper into the alien conspiracy through jokes and Comedy Central was yeah, right. like, nope. And he's like, well, fuck the $50 million then. Yeah, I'm going to Africa to find out the truth, guys, about Prince and the aliens. Yeah, and so maybe he met with a Credo Mutwe or Mutabwe. Fuck, that dude that Ike talked to in South Africa <laughs> who was like the Zulu shaman guy about earlier reptilians in, Af- in Africa. Oh, man, this is... That's it. We broke new ground here, guys. Roland, do you believe any of this? You seem pretty quiet. Are you part of the agenda? I'm just appreciating all the truth that we're oh, showing yeah. everyone. No. <laughs> all right. Interloper. Interloper. <laughs> I'm just in the mood for buckwheat pancakes right now, all of a sudden. Oh, oh wait. really? Oh, really? Buckwheat pancakes, huh? Do you want do you want to play some basketball too, maybe? I've been known to Roland, how tall are you oh. really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. Did you get rejected because you're too tall? <laughs> I'm, 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 five three in, I'm five three in metric. <laughs> Were you sent to research dumbasses on the planet? That's why you hang out with Ray and I? Yes. I mean, no. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Yeah. You guys are about to go on a spaceship. See ya. <clears throat> Okay, so our next our next article that we're going to be doing is from Vice World News, probably a more reputable, 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 I guess journalistic website. Um, then the article itself is, which is pretty English hard. English major. Yeah, there you go. I read about aliens. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> Uh, Ty Monk cuts off his own head in hopes of reincarnation as a higher being. That's pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. I uh, have some. I've heard some stories of like people committing suicide, not for any sort of reincarnation, but just to get back at people they they loved and stuff. And I think that's pretty metal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, a certain uh, story I heard was of a gentleman who tied a rope around his own head and uh, drove his truck into his house so his uh, ex-wife could not receive the house in their divorce. That was pretty fucking metal. I have respect for that person. Effective. Effective. Uh, says the act has shocked the Buddhist community, which is which said it did not align with his teachings. I, I don't think there's a point in time where... Um, now... Who are the ones that set themselves on fire? Are those also, uh, those are Tibetan monks, right? I, oh, but I'm thinking, I uh, want to say they might have been Buddhist, though. Buddhist monks? Like, yeah, all the self immolation stuff, like to protest uh, oh, Chinese imperialism yeah. and shit. Yeah. And hmm. Now, um, Not I, I'm thinking solely because of the Rage Against the Machine album cover. Uh, which I, is a photo taken from somewhere else, obviously. There's a, a monk who's set themselves on fire. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's been a while since I've thought about that shit. But, I mean, uh, from my understanding with this article, this uh, monk pretty much was, went rogue yeah. and thought of these teaching themselves. So let's go into the article. and uh, He did some pretty... Daniel, uh, do you want to read uh, some of this article? Yeah. Uh, sure. Let me pull it up real quick. Created a device. Pretty, uh, pretty brutal. I think, uh, 
I forgot. It's been a while since I read this one. Um, I think he like... An elderly Thai monk decapitated himself with a homemade device in a grisly death aimed at reincarnating as a highly being or a higher being, an official confirmed to Vice World News on Wednesday. The extreme act has shaken the Buddhist community and sparked an investigation. Damakorn Wap. Wang Precha? Uh, rose before dawn the morning of April 15th at a sleepy temple in northeastern Thailand where his followers helped him prepare the macabre ritual, which he finished, which was finished by sunrise. So he had um, his assistance. Oh, yeah. This wasn't something he yeah, just did himself. And then he just like pulled a string or something and like dropped a rock <laughs> just, on his head just, or something like that. And dropped a rock. Well, yeah, had, it was like... Uh, well, like it pinched his... Pinched he his, had his head some off, rope like, set up and it was like, you know, snapped the lines then like the concrete yeah. uh, buckets he had like filled up like jumped or whatever and then that dropped the fucking blade on him right. uh, he did some ridiculous shit and yes. it says here in the article that he apparently believes sacrificing his life would bring him merit and that he would come back as a higher being or even a Buddha and I mean that contradicts even like general western uh, beliefs with suicide that I think with even the, the Christian belief is that if you commit suicide you're pretty much damned to either purgatory or hell or something of that fashion yeah, well, like, I know the the Catholic Church is big on that. I'm actually not mm-hmm. certain on, like, Protestant stances on suicide. Right. I mean, I'm sure they're not running around promoting it in any sense, <laughs> but I don't know if they'd go as hard as the Catholics say that, like, well, then you're just damned. Right. Um, I mean, they're not going around saying, uh, if you want to get the tippity-top of the good life after, in the afterlife, kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but um, evidently there was a god... Or someone in the like Buddhist pantheon that this dude was trying to like emulate recreate somebody? the acts of uh, because there's a uh, figure in Buddhism that is depicted with um, like ha- like holding their own severed head or whatever, and uh, evidently this guy Damacone or whatever. Uh, killed himself near a statue of that, which I believe they bring up in the little follow-up article when it's talking about like the potential uh, uh, crimination of other people at the yeah, monastery that like, involved, helped yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, uh, just right there, it says an, an official work, an official working on the case for the Thailand's National Buddhism Office uh, said, "I'm not even going to say his name." Was 68. Years old and the former abbot of at the monastery. Speaking to Vice World News on the condition of anonymity, he said the ex abbot's rationale was not in accordance with the contemporary Buddhist teachings. And according to what they, this is what they said. This is all from personal belief. He said, adding that there's been a negative response on social media and within the Buddhist community regarding the act. Well, no shit, right? And he says he went on to say that this is the first self decapitation of a monk in modern Thailand but that there have been reports of similar acts in eras in the distant past, and even then they were rare. So, Daniel, you did mention that the, the picture of the guy is like holding his own severed head. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not familiar to, well, I'm not familiar basically at all with Buddhist teachings, so I couldn't say for sure um, that the act of suicide would bring them some sort of a higher level after death or reincarnation, so to speak. I mean, the guy is like hoping to become like the main Buddha guy after death from just this uh, decapitating himself. I mean, okay. So once again, limited understanding of 
Buddhist ideas of reincarnation. But if the dude was already an abbot of a monastery, then he was probably a pretty holy dude. So he was just like, let me just expedite the fucking process of getting to my next form because it's got to be better than this because I led a good life or whatever. Right. Um, well, 68 years old, I mean, do you think he could have been suffering from some kind of like a dementia or delusions? That, delusions like could cause him to have this kind of belief? Mm. 68 years but old. For him to be able to convince other monks to help him in the endeavor. He must have sounded at the very least fairly rational. I'm not sure. Yeah, but, like he may have been batshit crazy, but <laughs> evidently this guy was able to present these ideas in a rational enough sounding tone to where these dudes, you know, really went and put themselves on the line now because now you have like the Thai government looking to potentially prosecute the dudes that helped him out. You know. Right. He was uh, socially suave. He just uh, had that. Well, kind of I mean, if you're going to think of like, I'm not, Hey, come on guys. I'm not attributing this to being a cult or anything, I'm but like, uh, there have been many cults out there like with suave, uh, charismatic uh, I was, characters. I was going to go there, <laughs> But I mean, that's, I mean, you can pretty much be, you don't have to sound crazy necessarily, uh, but I mean, we can talk about Jim Jones, David Koresh, or even, I don't know, Charles Manson, for fuck's sake. I mean, you just have to be somewhat charismatic and speak in the right tones or use the right words and people will follow you no matter what. Hit the right audience. Yeah. yeah. Help me kill myself. Okay. And possibly, <laughs> you know, he was able to use his position as being the abbot. Yeah, exactly, right. As like, right. I am a symbol of religious authority. Do what I say. Well, just imagine like that. I mean, this uh, act can uh, influence someone else, especially um, if there wasn't probably such negative uh, response to it that the next person would kill themselves trying to reach some kind of higher level. Mm. Or I mean, you think of those, there's extreme, there's, there's extremists in any sort of uh, religious or religious belief. I mean, you're going to go with uh, Islamic people, like the extremists that go and like fucking drive oh. themselves into And like, I kind of go like, I don't into know, this, this is a very callous approach, but it's like, kind of like, all right, I'm not sure if there's a real downside to there being less religious fanatics in the world. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, every time an Al-Qaeda dude goes... Boop, you know, like it's tragic because it's gonna fuck with people that aren't involved in that. But there's one less fucking idiot ass religious person that's holding us back as a fucking species. Well, you would hope um, that if they're gonna go boop, that they'd be by themselves and they go boop, you know. But it's unfortunate that they're gonna go and take other people with them. Um, now the. I guess the other, There's really not enough information. To the like, other to article say. regarding the, I guess, the criminalization of some of the, why the fuck did he do that? Yeah, mostly it's a, it's a follow up. And yeah. the main idea is that now there may be repercussions for the monks and other dudes that helped out the former abbot right. kill himself. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love how they just kill. Let me read this, this first sentence here. Please, I ahead. love. Love, love, love how this Go is. for it. Police dude. in the far northeast of Thailand were looking to whether the followers of an abbot who beheaded himself with a DIY guillotine <laughs> yeah. last week should be prosecuted for aiding his attempt at attaining alignment. 
I'm sorry. Enlightenment. 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 He's fucking wheels. He needs alignment. Yeah, there we go. It's balancing. It says a major. Is it Nifon? Nifon? I can't even say the name. That is ridiculous because I'm not going to mispronounce it. Police said yesterday, major. Go ahead. You go ahead and try and pronounce it. Major Nifon Panich Tavarion of Nongwa Lampo Police. Damn, fuck you. Uh, the police said yesterday that those who moved, cleaned, and burned the uh, Marikarans or Wang Prachacha's uh, body could be... <laughs> I'm not going to... Yeah. Racist. Uh, I'm adding, Racist. adding... I can't pronounce it. It's, it's a hard <laughs> name. And I do apologize. I don't mean to offend anyone about the I'm name. I just can't pronounce it. I'm stupid. Baka. Uh, body... Baka. Uh, those who helped uh, could be charged with a crime of concealing a corpse despite clear evidence that his actions last week amounted to suicide. Um, I, I imagine, uh, would they be charged? Is it say anywhere in this article that they would be charged with some kind of like a uh, murder, like accessory uh, manslaughter? Yeah. yeah, well, like conspiracy no, no. and all conspiracy those sort of charges. Murder, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does say that. It says well, they could be co- guilty of, of conspiracy to commit murder. Uh, oh, that's pretty harsh. I mean, look at that. I, I, Brain read that. A few days ago, just remembered steel trap, baby, <laughs> steel trap. <laughs> I, that's 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 a little heavy-handed. I don't know. The, you, he, yeah, he killed I mean, himself. Like it was his what? idea to do exactly. it. Exactly. Like I mean, that yeah, would, they, but the, the authorities are going that like basically this was also a cover-up too because they it wasn't the it. former abbot that dismantled the fucking guillotine and took his body right. to prepare for burial and stuff. Like I mean, wouldn't that just make them like? I, I guess yeah. Accessories it, to like accessories, accessories to suicide. Uh, right. I mean, because that, that's what. Uh, well, because I mean, suicide here, here, here do we do we have a legal assisted suicide in America? No, we don't um, have that at all. No, yeah. <coughs> no actually, no, on I'm that sorry. subject, the, the, uh, the, the, the only place the Kevorkian clause as it's to referred to is in to. Switzerland. Uh, yeah. So if people like um, in dire sickness want to want to. And their life. They would have to travel to Switzerland to get that done? Yes. Yeah. And actually, there's a brilliant uh, documentary I just watched that uh, was that won a BAFTA that was done by Terry Pratchett, author of the Discworld series uh, called Choosing to Die, where he follows a couple folks that are on their way to assisted suicide in Zurich. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was... It was dark in tone because we're talking about, you know, people, you know, self-terminating, but, you know, right. these... You know, these dudes are like, you know, in crazy debilitating conditions and they're of sound mind. They want to end it. But if they did it in their home countries, then like their spouses could be, you know, charged with like murder and Anyone so forth with involved. assisting them. Yeah, would be prosecuted. So you can pay about uh, 10,000 British pounds in Zurich and go to a facility. It's like a couple apartments and they'll give you a little cocktail where you take the deep sleep. Um, um, Daniel, I don't know if you read, um, I mean, Doug Stanhope has actually talked about this in his standup, but uh, in his book. I have not read oh, yeah. Digging Up Mother. Digging Up Mother. Uh, it's first, on my list to pick up. The first, the first chapter itself basically goes dark. over 
him. Uh, I think it's the first or first and second chapter. Yeah. I don't know, but it's in the very beginning of the book. He basically talks about uh, how he had to kind of like go under the table and like talk yeah, to and certain doctors. Specials too, you know. Yeah. He basically had help, like a Saul uh, Goodman type lawyer, right? Help his mother that they hit up, and <laughs> yeah, know. that he uh, his mother wanted to end it, and he just yeah. wanted her not to do it on a Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> right? um, yeah. yeah. So like, basically, he helped his mother uh, end her life. And I mean, it's it's funny, but it's also dark as shit. And uh, yeah. I mean, you can also, I mean, he had to like, he couldn't talk about it for like the longest time. And, and I guess there's a certain uh, a yeah, there was uh, a statute of limitations, limitations of yeah. like, well, that Everything. statute of limitations wasn't necessarily associated with his mother's It was the suicide. credit card. It the was credit card, the uh, credit card yeah. fraud that he committed <laughs> after she died. Um, <laughs> yeah. He goes into this great bit about how it's like, you know, there's proof of an afterlife because like how else would his mother have bought so many cool things for him and his friends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, From so, like uh, the Sky Mall catalog or whatever. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, going back to this article, it says, um, I ask you not to put too much faith in something unscientific as the Buddha taught that this world, uh, that his words can be proved. The uh, general, I thought it said we called him major earlier. Uh, everybody must have some logic to believe in or respect in something. And I don't think anybody wants to imitate uh, a beheading by guillotine. Says a local psychiatrist reportedly went to the monastery along with cops Monday to check on the mental health of people there and in the community. And it said that his followers said that he had spent five years planning his death in the belief that it would hasten his att attainment of nirvana. And he mm -hmm. was well regarded locally and locals said they weren't surprised when early Thursday on his birthday, uh, he cut ropes holding up two cement-filled buckets to bring a meter-long blade down onto his neck. The guillotine had been erected just a few steps from the statue of Indra. the Indra, Indra kneeling in supplication to offer his decapitated head with outstretched arms. So, like, it is part of the... I would imagine it's some, some kind of a deity that they have... Uh, yeah, no, they, they did talk about it a little bit. Like, and yeah. it's apparently this this deity is used as a marketing, like a fucking, he's your fucking Lucky from Lucky Charms or whatever. <laughs> Not saying he's on breakfast cereal, but there are depictions of this god holding his decapitated head on products sold in like Buddhist territories, which is. Pretty fucking cool. So it's not far off to think that um, he I was would probably it was get for this shampoo, idea in his head. But... <laughs> what are you typing there? Head and shoulders, Thailand. You know, like. <laughs> oh, you're looking for the actual image. Yeah. Why Let's not? see here. Uh... Let's see. So we can find anything here. Doesn't look that. I was like, are those, is that Ashley Simpson that they're just throwing in in between all these pictures of Indra? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a blonde lady just in these results. <laughs> there's the uh, Oh, there the it is. There's a statue. Okay. Um, but uh, You may want to save that picture, Roland. I'm going to throw that in the, so people can see it. <laughs> the name of the website is Coconuts. <laughs> Coconuts.com. Uh, mm. Yeah. Hold on. 
Do, do, do. Just trying to see if I can find any of those uh, funky, fresh uh, self-decapitation uh, advertisements. But uh, there's the pic picture of the statue. So I'm assuming the DIY guillotine was made back here somewhere? <laughs> yeah, right. That, that looks like a good space for a couple of rocks or a couple of <laughs> cement things to fall on someone's head. Yeah. Anyways, anything, any other last thoughts about this article? And like, I mean, it's, I, I, I know it's going to sound weird, but I have some respect for people who kill, I'm, I'm just going to sound weird, like kill themselves, but. No, I'm with you, man. If, like, if you don't want to fucking be here, it is a fucking selfish act or whatever, but if you don't want to fucking yeah. be here and you want to check out, that's your fucking right, dude. And, yeah. you know, kind of the fact you have the balls for it, I, I respect that. And like, yeah, that, that's not like a really cool thing to, or like, it's, it's an awkward thing to say, but like, I, I think I, I'm picking up what you're putting yeah. down, right? With the whole like. I mean, I'm not. I don't advocate, it, advocate yeah. for suicide in any way, <laughs> but I mean, if someone does it, I mean, again, like you said, it is kind of a selfish act depending on like, like for instance, just gentleman here who killed themselves or uh, killed himself, like he did it out of a reason for his belief. You know, he thought it would help him um, attain some kind of higher spiritual awareness, if you will. Um and that was his choice to do that, and that's his belief. And as a person's religious beliefs, I mean, they have the right to do whatever they want mm -hmm. necessarily. Um, I don't condone or advocate for teenagers doing that just because they lost some girlfriend or something. Right? I think that's no, stupid. They're, they're that's sad. like that's like Romeo and Juliet oh. bullshit, you know? That right? I don't that okay. Person. Yeah. So my parents found my stash. <laughs> so our three to four listeners realize there's a lot of nuance in this, but yeah. the overall message is like. Yo, there are some arguably some, like okay moments to go. I'm done. Clack clack. Pumwa. Cobain. My way out of the world. Right. Um, yeah. So even I mean, though Courtney Love did it, but you know. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all know. Yeah, we know. We know you did it, Courtney. We know. You we did it. fucking know. We, <laughs> we fucking know. know. Um, but like I said, good job. Uh, not advocating uh, for suicide, but. Uh, this guy here is pretty hardcore. Um, he fucking deca especially decapitation. I mean, he was, that's he, fucking crazy. Yeah, man. Like, like he was. I, imagine the second. I mean, I can only imagine the seconds whenever he did that snip, and then the thing just fell dude, on his head. Like, I wonder, fuck, like, like, how much they tested this like homemade guillotine, though. Like, how many times did he because, see it play out in action, like, and he didn't like second he guess what he was doing? And like, know? the blade slipped the, and like just like shaved off like the top part of his like skull, but he still lives. You know, just has a little bit of brain damage, and he's just like, nah, for the rest of his existence. You know? <laughs> What's the name of that guy who used to smash the watermelons or whatever? Gallagher. Uh, Gallagher, Gallagher, man. This is almost like guillotine Gallagher bullshit or whatever. Oh, like, Jesus. Christ. He, he just, just has a bunch there. of like melons and shit, you know? Like. Well, I mean, like if it was a dull blade, then maybe it would have like hit, you know, and like made a melon smash kind of thing. But, you know. Well, I mean, it helps that the, obviously that the, I mean, it could have been dull for all we know, but it was a meter long. So that's, that's, that doesn't mean have, anything. It's going to have enough force to, to, have, to pinch it off. That I doesn't, guess. no, no, you don't think so? 
And no. he's old. His his body is made of oh, paper. Sorry, I do think that. Yes, I think that, Roland. I think the sharpness of the blade, because they're not. Because, yeah. yes, physically you could be decapitated with a fucking telephone the guys, pole. The guy's but body was. the velocity was, of the fucking <laughs> telephone pole hitting you. The, uh. The, the guy's body was uh, was was made of paper. All right, he could he could have used a, a giant spoon and it would probably still pop the head off, no problem. It's just cool. It's You're gravity. wrong. So you're just gonna take it off and just run a little side tangent where the guy is apparently made of paper, not yes. flesh and bone. And yes, yes, that's cool. Rolling. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when uh, this video gets uploaded to YouTube, I'm gonna get some kind of like strike on something where I'm gonna have to like take out the word suicide. Uh, because people hearing the word is like too uh, harsh for their ears or something. <clears throat> it's a reality of uh, the world, people. I mean, I'm sorry. Like people do this. They've been doing this for ever. They check themselves out early. Yeah, they check themselves <laughs> out early. Let's let's use that. <laughs> let me let me use that clip. Check out early. They That's picked it. up their ball and went home. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that'll be it for this article. You have anything else to add? No. No. Okay. No, but this is fucking badass. Okay, so our last article this time around, it says, uh, former U.S. Secretary of State showed his cousin four aliens in a jar under the Capitol building. When I first read that... I must say that it really bugs me that they didn't, you know, write out the word word for and use the number. It's like a writing thing where it's like... It is. Any number under 10, you write out. Yeah, and it's yeah. like uh, past that you can you can use the numbers, but even then, I still. Yeah. And again, with but the this dates, article, also importantly though, is a recent one, uh, yeah. April second of this year. That's, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now it says, uh, "It is not for the first time when someone in power shares the story where he, she, either encountered UFO or was abducted by aliens." Roswell UFO crash started a lot of alien conspiracies, but do you know that many years before that incident, dead alien bodies had been stored in a container in the basements of the Capitol building, Washington, D.C.? Dun, dun, dun. In a jar, people. Under the Capitol building. Is there like a laboratory underneath the Capitol building? I don't recall that. In the bunker. In the bunker. There's a lab bunker. I don't know. You, uh... You think uh, you think when uh, all those nut nutbergs uh, broke into the Capitol building, they they might have discovered something. I'm, I'm surprised. Instead of smearing know. shit on the walls, in I'm the bathroom. surprised QAnon didn't direct them to the shit underneath, and they, they went for and smoking. I go, they're trying to like uh, disrupt uh, <laughs> some uh, ritualistic de- right. democratic uh, thing that really means nothing. Instead of wasting time going over there, they should have gone in the fucking bunker. To find out documents underneath there. But no, they're just running around, picking up fucking podiums. Playing grab ass. Rub, rubbing and, shit, yeah, you know, yeah. getting killed, whatever. Um, so this story first came into the limelight in 2002. So this is an old story. When William Jones, a director of the Ohio branch of MUFON, so oh. you know it's legit, mm-hmm. received an interest, interesting letter from a woman named Lucille Andrew, the daughter of Reverend Turner Hamilton Holt. The letter held the top whoever secret information. Yeah, yeah. Whoever that guy is, the letter held the top secret information told by Holt to his daughter about one of his meetings with his cousin Cordell Hull, who had been the U.S. Secretary of State from 1933 to 1944, and was also elected as a U.S. Senator from 1931 to 1937. 
He had also received the Nobel Peace Prize and was one of the people who established the United Nations. So obviously... So wait, how can you be a U.S. senator and the Secretary of State at the same time? Yeah, I don't, <clears throat> I don't think it's supposed to work like that. You Like, don't you have to go up to like, your seat yeah. in like, Congress to go be <clears throat> a part of the cabinet? Mm-hmm. Do you think that maybe he took a break from that? Because, I mean, the, the time... Well, no, the, the, the timeline, 33 well, I'm, to 44. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the Maybe they changed so the rules from 31 to 37. Maybe they changed the rules since then. I don't know. Well, it's I almost, mean... Almost 100 years ago. He was uh, a U.S. Secretary of State between 1933 to 1944. Yeah. And was also elected the U.S. Senator from 1931 to 1937. Maybe during those times, they could kind of do moonlighting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, double, just, he's double dipping. I don't know. Maybe yeah, they changed a, the rules since then. I don't know enough about uh, uh, U.S. politics to say. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't think you can do that kind of shit anymore. Or it does say that the, to, we'll get that information in just a moment. But um, it says the letter contained information that Hole would never want to come out until he was a, until he was alive. Oh. But at the same time. Can we, can we can you read that and tell me if I'm reading that correctly? You're you are it's 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 the letter contained gibberish. the information that Hole would never want to come out until he was alive. But at the same time, he could not stop himself sharing it with his cousin Holt, who served at the Shenandoah Christian Church in Greenwich, Greenwich Ohio. And why share this information with this person? I, I, whoa, okay, I see that sentence now. That was, that's a bit fucky. Yeah. You think they meant, um, you never want to while come he out was alive, while he was until alive. he was alive. Uh, yeah. uh, go, uh, they probably meant to, uh, we have to re- remember this is how and why is the go public with the information, the journalistic, uh, epitome of grammar, I guess. Yeah, um, um, so evidently, um, just to get to the whole uh, him being a senator and a secretary of state at the same anything? time, evidently some states allow legislators to hold multiple state or local offices. There's no risk of some bullshit or whatever. Um, <laughs> that's no. That's, dual that's, office holding restrictions is what it's called. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he could hold both. Conflict of fucking interest much? No, no. Yeah, but that was the 1930s and 1940s, man. Wait, where was this dickhead from? Ohio? No. No, no, that, was the, the okay. church, that was the church of the, the uh, person you shared the information with. Sec- well, no, secretary. It doesn't say necessarily. Doesn't say it just says he was of, a senator. But, uh, but he was, you know, secretary of state, so. I think they're just establishing his credentials that the alleged letter that he wrote was legit. What was in the letter, uh, Roland? Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. It was a huge room with four glass containers. In each container, there were bodies of dead humanoids in a special liquid, presumably formaldehyde. Do you think they took this from, from like, uh, or maybe it was influenced, independent influence Independence Day? You know, maybe. <laughs> What other what other alien movie has um, humanoids in a jar? Mm. I know Independence Day, for sure. Um, I'm blanking. Can't think of anything. Hmm. 
It's not a new idea. I don't know. Uh, well, I, I was, I was like, thinking the movie Roswell, uh, but yeah, which is another movie so they kind of like. That's that's a Lovecraft story, though, right there. You think is it? Yeah. So was it uh, where uh, the uh, elder uh, elder gods or whatever would would uh, take people's brains and uh, sort of swap bodies with them and then put them in in jars or something like that? They kept them on a. I don't recall that story. It's it's. Yeah, a, I don't I'm, know I'm getting a little. I'm getting a little. Uh, getting a little wrong. But uh, there was uh, there was a Lovecraft story where the uh, those giant uh, sort of. Um, Cucumber shaped uh, aliens with the tentacles. I think they were the the elder, the elder god or elder things or whatever the hell they were. Anyone who's watching on YouTube or even listening, if this is incorrect, or please leave a comment below because no, no. I really don't yeah. know. What's I, uh, I do remember it. Yeah, I do remember it, but I'm doing a, I'm doing a shit job. Uh, 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 you Lovecraft nerds it. out there, like come correct and <sighs> tell us a story. Anyway, or- so. No, it's there. Collaborate uh, and listen, please. It's fine. Um, or what do they say here? Uh, they go on to say, uh, uh, according to the description of their body structure, they were clearly not humans. There was also a wrecked round craft in the adjoining room. It also does say that there was no time frame for the this uh, secret. Um, yeah. Which is, this was under the Franklin, uh, was it Franklin Roosevelt presidency? Is that what it says? Yes. I believe it was. Yeah, under it the, says. Yeah, uh, and, uh, yeah he said he's, 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 he served uh, under Franklin D. Roosevelt until his resignation in 1944. So that image uh, <clears throat> seems interesting. Um, it says unknown creature in a jar, but I mean that's from that's not even <laughs> that's not even fucking from. <laughs> This is just an image they threw up there to kind of give like... They um, found it at Ripley's in San Antonio <laughs> yeah. or something. You know, just <laughs> Dude, Roland, that looks like the fucking uh, display at the UFO Museum in, in Roswell? fucking Roswell. Yeah, man. it does. I, I'm kind of curious if they changed it to UA, UAP Museum now. Um, I haven't been there since 2012. 12, I, think. Uh, it's, I yeah, may be driving I I through went. there... On my way down, uh, we found a path that takes us through Roswell. It's a little out of the way. Um, and my only thing is like, it'd be cool to like, go through Roswell, but not for just driving. If we stopped and had time to no, yeah, look around, should. but it's like a 10 minute country, drive. No, I want to get to my fucking destination, you know, as quickly like, as possible. You could, you could, yeah, you could let rip a real heavy fart. And by the time it's done, you'd be, you driving through, you'd have driven yeah. through Roswell. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not a huge community. Um, no, like I, I was in Roswell. Well, uh, I was 10 or something like that, but it was just, you know, we were on this family trip and able to go through Roswell and check out some of like little shops and stuff. And yeah, my mom got some cool postcards, uh, that I she had, had in her classroom until her retirement. But one had this little alien kid with some balloons. Like my parents went to earth and all I got was this lousy t-shirt, you know, <laughs> kind of fun things. Like, I think I still, I think I still have some of the stuff that I bought that I, I bought from there. We'll bring some of that stuff out towards the end, Roland. I know your your ADHD. Uh, yeah, like, here's here's Roland's personal alien uh, in a jar <laughs> that he got from a certified vendor in. This is a skull. Looks, it's green like an alien, so it's close enough. Yeah, so it must be an alien. <laughs> <laughs> it's green, alien, big black eyes, alien. Careful, Ray. It's 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 delicate. <laughs> it's delicate. <laughs> it's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Bounces off the fucking head. 
Um, so according to this article, it says, my father wanted my sister and I to make this information known long after he and Cordell were dead <laughs> because he felt it was very important, a uh, very important bit of information. Oh, yeah. Lucille yeah. wrote, look, guys, everybody needs to know about but this. We don't want to be after, embarrassed by yeah, yeah. you yeah, guys be embarrassed buried. in our stead. <laughs> after says, I'm dead and buried. We have researched your group, Move On, and feel it is most reliable, the most reliable group in the country. No we shit. Hope. It's Move On. Like, <laughs> you guys are fucking idiots. Like, <laughs> It says, uh, we hope that you will research and search this information. The jars with the creatures in formaldehyde and the wrecked craft are somewhere. Under the Capitol building. Somewhere. It says, uh, Cordell said that they were afraid that they would start a panic and if the public found out about it. Sincerely, Lucille Andrew Ashland, Ohio. So the letter said that incident happened in 1939, years before the stories of UFOs and alien encounters hit the newspapers. And there is no doubt that the Cordell Hall was one of the greatest. That Cordell Hall was one of the greatest politicians in U.S. history, and according to his credibility, it is difficult not to believe his story. Um, yeah, it is. It's <laughs> yeah. incredibly easy to disbelieve yeah. this story. <laughs> there is humanoid aliens in jars. People believe it. Okay. It says, uh, okay, well, sure. who are you All again? Right. Yeah. I won the Nobel Peace Prize. Well, shit, man. Oh, like, wow. Shit. Already, All sure. right. Anything else? It says, uh, Hulk, so, Mary. Uh, Sorry, do we want to have some kind of fun with the articles we've covered today and just go like, just knee jerk? Do you think this happened? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we're already pretty much doing that with this one right now. Well, yeah, but I, but. Just far as like, okay, go back to the fucking, you know, sure, sure, we can do FDA that. selling shit. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, bullshit. So it says that Halt married a woman named Mina May Clark, and they both had three daughters. And two daughters claim that Halt. The article, you know, <laughs> it's pronounced Vina. Vina, shut the fuck up. <laughs> two daughters claim that Halt had told them about the creatures, but he had never said from where they came from. He said that the color of this material wasn't a color he had seen before. Ooh, the color out of space. But for the Ooh. lack of a better word, used silver. <laughs> uh, Reverend Holt was not the sort of person to make up such, wild, such a wild story, and his sisters feel that, that by telling the story, they are following their father's wishes. And uh, there is a video connected to this uh, that I'm not going to go into right now because it might be kind of boring. <sighs> Um, uh, Roland, do you want to read uh, the end of this here? Um, let's see. Uh, Barbara A. Wallenin, the curator, uh, U.S. Capitol building, uh, said she had never heard about these creatures being stored at the Capitol, but she did confirm there was a sub-basement that was divided into storage rooms back then. So this <gasps> sounds like Indiana Jones, man. You mean they had a basement? Weird. Underneath the Alamo? Mm. <laughs> when, Hull, uh, <laughs> when Hull left his job, he wrote his memoirs. But there's no mentioning of this story in his papers in the Library of Congress. Conspiracy? They're hiding the shit. Congress with one no, S? No, no, no. That's, oh, that's, sorry. It's a different place. Congress. It's not the Library of Congress. It's the Library, Library of Congress. Congress. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, took you on a God, trip. You know, I'm gonna, we should write a letter right now to the, the How and Wise people and say like, 
Guys, Y'all gotta fucking learn how to write your shit. I will fucking edit proofread with them. Proofread, proofread. I'll work under minimum wage because they've got enough bullshit that'll keep me occupied for days. Like, <laughs> get, get your goddamn spell check in here, guys. Seriously, maybe we will never know the truth of this event. But there are lots of conspiracies about the strongest strongest people in U.S. history and their links with aliens. <laughs> Perhaps the most interesting uh, and confirmed set in high positions I am is the so case of contact. Like, the de- like initially US reading these President articles Dwight from Howard Wise, and it's the like extraterrestrials. Cool. Yeah, this is, but then you actually deeply read it and like, wow, these people can't write for shit. Yeah. Um. These meetings are confirmed by the statements of Philip Schneider, a civil engineer and geologist. Partial information was also provided by Gerald Light, head of the research fund. Sometimes UFO enthusiasts also link the death of John F. Kennedy with UFOs. What? (laughs) This is such a weird way to end this article. (laughs) These last two sentences, man. On the other hand, there are people who deny such stories and call them fake or fantasy. Wow, they that, just, that, like, that's like the they fuck? just fucking gave that up. That statement right there. Some UFO enthusiasts also linked the death of John F. Kennedy with UFOs. What the fuck? <laughs> just all of a sudden, just boom. Let's jump thirty years in the future from what we're talking about. And <laughs> what the fuck? Oh boy! Did you know that Jimmy Carter drank alien blood to keep to still be alive after all these years? That's it. That's how he's doing the Habs for Humanity, guys. Yeah. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. Tight. Right. Taut. Well, and the guy's like, isn't he like 90 now, too? Like, that yeah, guy's like, ancient as fuck. Like, that I remember la- being an article the last couple of years where it's like he had like a little boo boo on his head and they're always going to fucking kick the bucket. You know, no, he's like, like skipping down the street and shit. Like, <laughs> uh, that last <laughs> statement about the John F. Kennedy and UFOs sounds eerily similar. To ancient aliens on fucking uh, I forgot what channel it's on, uh, where it says uh, ancient alien theorists believe, and they just oh. fucking random ass statement. Yeah, you can literally put it there. Ancient alien theorists believe that the link that UFOs are linked to fucking the death of John F. Kennedy. You can literally just put that there, and that's exactly how this sounds. Kennedy went back home. <laughs> he went back home with a bullet to the head. That's the easiest uh, key and doorway to get to where you need to go. Woo! Um, it's kind of hard to believe this story at all because there's no real proof. Then they're making some blanket statements, claims. Um, I think I think making the- some like outrageous <laughs> connections that I mean I don't I don't know where anyone else thought that uh, the UFOs were linked to fucking the death of John F. Kennedy. Like I don't recall any of that. Um, Sure, Maybe it's a, in their references. At sure, the end other here. conspiracies, sure, but not. I mean, <sighs> what does that mean? That UFOs are linked to the death of John F. Kennedy. What the fuck does that mean? Like, you can't just well, say that shit. Maybe if we go into mysteriousuniverse.org or ufoinsight.com <laughs> or theblackvault.com, we can learn. I'm not even willing to entertain why, that, why, that theory at all. They, they mention MUFON, but they don't reference, link to anything from there. So. Well, they're yeah, just saying, no, yeah. I um, think this is a hot, flaming pilot dog shit of a story. Mm, mm. You know, sometimes you find an article that so might sound warm interesting. Warm ourselves by the fire of dog <laughs> shit, everyone. Yeah, Gather around. fire, yes. Sometimes you get articles and you're just like, Breathe well, that sounds mouth. pretty cool. We're going to talk about that. And then 
you get this with these blanket statements at the end that just make no sense. Maybe. Why would you say that at the very end? The last, the second to last sentence and just leave the article as is with references, yeah. with nothing that's referenced to that statement and the fact that there's nothing referenced to MUFON, which would probably be talking about this either. Um, They're just trying to get the message out, Ray, as fast as possible. <laughs> before, uh, before. But we have to get the information out before they shut us down. That's right. The elite were about to shut us down, so we have to say everything we could at the last minute. I mean, we printed. Doesn't even, it doesn't even list who wrote this uh, article, right? So uh, It just says how and why, I believe. Yeah. So you go so, up? Uh, uh, no. Go so, down? Uh, it just says, it says how and why staff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it could have been the janitor for fuck's sake. Yeah, <laughs> only funny. because they know that the writing is me. so bad, they just can't attribute it to one person. <laughs> yeah, right. Every, oh, yeah, so like, this was a, <laughs> this was the collaborative this pile effort? of dog shit was a group effort. <laughs> yeah, this was a group effort. <laughs> oh man, a lot. Of, there's a lot, a lot of every every person who contributed assumed that the person together. prior to prior uh, spell checked and did a, a bit of proofreading before <laughs> adding on out. to the, this article. <laughs> And everyone was just like, okay. Congress, that doesn't get two S's. That's stupid. You go, I wrote my two sentences. You're next. <laughs> two sentences. They just built on the story. It's come together as a single idiot. They were, they were sitting around a round table. One article. person wrote two sentences. Start off the article. Next person. Next person. Next person. And nobody read nobody anything before prior to- <laughs> they, they, they did it too. It's, it's, it's like a little game they played. Or maybe the person who wrote the sentence with the word Congress mm. on it. Um, it's kind of an asshole. So if you bring up the fact that they misspelled it, that they were going to fucking throw a fucking shit fit. Maybe. So they just left it alone. They're like, you know what? I don't think people are going to like bitch about or that too maybe, much. Or maybe, or maybe maybe these are all QAnon guys who don't respect Congress. So they initially misspelled it right? on purpose. And then they threw in that whole John F. Kennedy UFO thing just to be like, well, yeah, shit, dude, like, just we're going to bring just it up. Actually, you off the us trail. from the yeah. investigation yeah, exactly. of this uh, Cordell bullshit. This right, fool exactly. Oh, man, we're just, once again, Valley Strange making links. Connections, connections. We yeah. heard it here first. Prince is an alien. Yeah. We have fucking. It's <laughs> <laughs> so right in there. It's <laughs> right in there. How are you making those connections, Roland? You know how this works. <laughs> All right. It's a, it's a universal symbol for... Translation, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get with Valley Strange, people. You get uh, serious uh, books of the strange research where we're trying to like really give you the information. The truth. And then you get these This garbage. Here. Yeah. yeah. This. <laughs> we're trying to have fun with you guys, you know? I mean, we're trying to actually give you some uh, actual articles and news out there, but then we also throw in some random things like this just... Yeah. Mm. Be I, careful I what you be careful what you're reading. Be careful what you're believing. First of all, make sure you're like really scrutinizing some of these people that are writing these articles because some of them could be full of shit. Uh, QAnon. Uh, yeah, and if and could, if you guys need a course on scrutinization, check out our coverage on the twelfth planet and gods of Eden recently. Because yeah. you, know, you want to get real serious. I don't think that I don't think that we were necessarily like unkind or unfair in some of the stuff, but it does broach on that. It is, in terms of being like flippant towards the author's yeah. works a little bit, but if uh, if it sounds fucking silly, we have no reason not to laugh at it. Absolutely. I mean, if you're putting this stuff out there, I mean, you can laugh at us if you want. Oh, with no. all the stuff we're doing, don't feel do free. That. Um, but we also have every right to criticize obvious bad writing. 
You don't even have to be really smart to like look at this and be like. I mean, yeah, go like, wait a minute. Sounds like someone who's learning English has written this, like, which is not an insult to people learning English, you but like, that? fuck's sake, man. Yeah, like, it smells like bullshit. This okay. is bad. Smell it. <laughs> this Warm is your hands by the fire. bad writing. <laughs> well, that'll be it for us. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode. And have if you it, didn't, we have other programs for you yeah. to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> latch yeah, onto you and hate less for sure yeah all right that's it that'd be all it's ridiculous guy had some kind of a rectal probe ridiculous ridiculous ridiculous